Welcome to the Taya Practice Podcast, where you will learn an upgraded operating system for your life. And if you'd like to dive further into the Taya world, you can visit thetayapractice.com. That's the T-Y-A practice.com. You can search for the Taya Practice on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So subscribe to our channels and join the global community of Taya practitioners. Because in the energetic realm, there's no such thing as positive and negative. We talk about high and low vibration and all this stuff because people relate to it. Yeah. But to source, to the stream, it's all good. It's all expansive energy. Whether we discern, the, discern, you know, wanted and unwanted, that's our ego. That's not source. Source is loving it all. Welcome to the Taya Practice Podcast. I am here with the fabulous Debbie G, Debbie Gratitude. How are you doing, Debbie? Hello. I am <laughs> Fabulous, wonderful. We're gonna we're gonna talk some Taya stuff today. Debbie is a, a regular practitioner of the Taya practice. We have a couple of things to talk about. Uh, I I don't want to touch too deep on on grief just because I'm talking about that a lot over on the stream today because my father just passed away four days ago, five days ago as we record this, and uh, I'm I'm having my experience with that. Not a lot of grief, not any really. Uh, just appreciation of who he was and his life and. Uh, eager anticipation of the funeral next week and spending time with my stepmother, sister, brother, and brother's wife, uh, and just seeing what comes up, seeing what emotions might come up. But we, I also have something else coming up that you've had going on, and this is healing. And I really want to talk about physical healing because you broke your leg, pretty serious break of the leg that you are recovering from. And then in two weeks, I'm having back surgery. Oh, that's in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. It's coming up. Well, well good. Spinal I'm glad fusion. What the joys of spinal fusion. <laughs> the sp the That'll joy. be my next book. The joy of spinal fusion. You know, I got, I got it. There isn't a, uh, anything that we go through with healing our body that doesn't speak to us. And you had asked me during the, th this time that I've had with healing my leg, you know, what, what's it teaching me? And we've talked before about, um, you know, how my leg fracture is like being, it's, it's like being cracked open. It's also slowed me down. One of the things about the Taya practice is self-care. And I want to get into this discussion about the fact that when you are going into spending time with yourself or um, in my case, going to PT, let's talk about PT today and how I use my, my Taya practice. So I had to go to physical therapy this morning, David, and it hurts. It hurts like you cannot imagine. Because they're making you put weight on the, the break that's still in the process of healing? Well, my I got to tell you that I just went to the doctor last Thursday. I've already been released. I'm 11 weeks out of this fracture and my fracture is healed. Um, the muscles around it are still having some issues and I'm working on that. But I'm released from the doctor and I'm in full just physical therapy. But, you know, there's things in life that if I had been approaching this as this shouldn't be and sitting on my bed crying about the fact that I, I don't think I didn't have those moments where I cried about it and because it was hurting. But my therapist told me to become friends with the pain, to learn to appreciate the pain. Now, this is where the Taya comes in. You manifested a Taya therapist. Wow. I I did. And she's like, you've got to just appreciate. So starting to appreciate the pain and what it was teaching me. So today I had therapy 
Now, as I said, it hurts. And when I mean, I mean, it's not easy. And I also want to say that, to be fair, I was also in the process of healing from parathyroid disease last December where they took out that tumor. Yeah. My boat, my bones, my body have been through a lot. And you've been renovating your body for the past renov- year. I'm renovating my body for ever. It just seems instead of just yeah. accepting and appreciating it. But but you know, today that part of me that says I don't want to, you know, I've all I've got a rule. The rule is if I say I don't want to, I have to. I must. I knew it was going to hurt, but in making friends with the pain, I'm appreciating the pain. It hurts right now. I'm on the Stairmaster, or not Stairmaster, elliptical, and I'm going, and I'm listening to my body, and I'm tuning into it, because that's another thing. If you're doing your tire practice, you're going to be going slow enough that you're really listening to your body. And I would stop. You know, I had to make it five minutes. Now, five minutes shouldn't be that long, but truly, I, I, I have not worked out in a long, 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 long time years. So I'm chugging to the five minutes and this thought comes to me, well, since five minutes was so important for you to make, how about you go five Oh five. And there was this part of me that had this belief in myself. Like I can do that. Five seconds, five seconds. That's all it was. It hurt. But during this, I'm appreciating the pain. I am appreciating this pain because it is moving me to the next level. I am appreciating this pain because it's showing me that I'm here and present in my body. I'm appreciating the pain because it's part of being human and we're here to have a human experience. We're we're not here to be off in the stars. If we were supposed to be off in the stars, which all that's fun and everything, and I totally dig it, but we'd be in the stars. Yeah. Well, we spend plenty of time there, not linear, but you know, we exist that way eternally and the physical experience is temporary and, and we get, we get so caught up in that, it seems, but I, I like what, um, you know, I like what you're sharing because I think it's important for everybody to hear that the, the physical pain or emotional pain of something that happened in the past is one thing. It's an experience. But the judging it as this shouldn't be makes it so much worse. It makes it so much worse. That's real suffering to me because I have back pain every day. I'm in pain when I get out of bed. I feel like I'm going to topple over. It's getting worse. It's so uh, hard. You know, it's really, really bad because my spine is really dislocated. 50%. Yeah, yeah. L5 is 50% of where it's supposed to be. So it's got to be pulled back 50% to you get back in alignment and then fused. And that's probably not going to feel great. <laughs> but I'm in pain all the time anyway. So but I don't label the pain. This is just what we're doing now. This is, I get out of bed in the morning. It hurts. If I have to grab something, I do. Uh, it gets better as the day progresses usually. But then if I overwork it, if I try to work out, my ego kicks in and I try to, you know, do something or even go for a walk, I'm going to be in pain. But the physical pain is one thing that emotional pain that we do to ourselves when we're saying this shouldn't be, I shouldn't be experiencing this. This isn't fair. This is wrong. Something's wrong with me. Or if you're into law of attraction and you're thinking, I shouldn't be experiencing this at all because I've manifested this and I can manifest healing. Well, you can, but there's value in the experience that you move through on on the way there. And I don't believe that we're always supposed to just mentally heal everything. I've done that. I've mentally healed lots of pain. I've mentally 
definitely can go in and breathe into pain and feel less of it in the moment, which is magical. Do I believe that I can mentally pull my spine back into place? I think anything's possible, but a lot of things are not probable. I would rather manifest the perfect surgeon and the perfect care and have it done the perfect way and have that be my manifestation in the case of this. Just like you could have laid there on the floor with a broken leg and maybe willed yourself to be okay. That would have been an experience, but you don't have to do that. You can seek medical care. It's okay. You can take the painkillers. It's okay. You can take the antibiotics. Please do. <laughs> you know, all you know, that stuff is okay. Absolutely. It is okay. You know, we, we got into all this uh, in the pandemic when they came out with a vaccine. And I shared over uh, the Tire Practice podcast didn't exist at that time, but the stream of David did. And I channeled. And the stream's message to me was very clear that, that everything has the power that you give to it. You cannot get the vaccine and be fine or you could get the vaccine and be fine. The middle ground of demonization of the vaccine, plus or minus, for or against, that's where the problems are going to come in. And of course, right. somebody gave me a one-star review saying, this dumb dumb's telling you not to get the vaccine. Nobody said don't get the vaccine. You know, people have to be polarized about things, and the stream is never polarized. The stream is is a hippie. The stream is like, hey, man, whatever floats your boat. Whatever, you know, you you're, yeah. you're going to be fine with no vaccine. And we all know now that many people were fine without the vaccine. And if you think you're going to be fine with the vaccine, I got the vaccine and I was fine. Yeah. I was fine. I just choose the path of least resistance. And I thought I live in California. If I want to go out to eat, I'm going to need a vaccine card or I'm going to be ostracized from wherever I want to go. To me, the path of least resistance, go get the damn shot, have your little card stamped. I thought the whole thing was silly. I didn't give it any power. And I just moved through the motions and I was fine. So your belief supersedes everything to, to, to do it or not to do it. Source is not guiding us with that source is saying, have your experience. What you get power to is going to be your experience. What you get power to is going to be your experience period. Yeah. And I, I think I love like, you know, I'm sitting here next to, I love what you're talking about. You know, I'm sitting here next to a, here, we'll use this one, this crystal. It's called the tiger's eye. You know, pretty, but it has, it is really pretty, but it has the power that we give to it. That's, that's the thing. It's not, well, it's cool to give it power. You know, just don't give away your power by thinking that if you don't have your crystal, something's going to go die, you know, wrong. The powers, the crystals inspiring you in, in your power. And people will say, well, crystals have a vibration. Sure. Everything does, but you're right. Your, your belief supersedes all of it. If somebody believes that that thing is worthless, then for them, it's going to be worthless. But you also said some things that I thought should definitely be repeated. And that is sometimes medical intervention is necessary. Sometimes the pain medication is necessary. Sometimes whatever, whatever, whatever is necessary. And I'm going to say if that- If you're in a car accident, you're not going to be able to say, hey, wait a minute, I'm going to heal myself. I don't believe in this ambulance stuff. <laughs> sometimes you don't get to choose. And when you're laying on the floor with a broken leg- <laughs> You know, everything, water. I'm telling you what, nothing on this earth, here's a, here's a kicker. There's zero on this earth that we know about that we know for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Most opinions and belief systems are a hypothesis at best. Yeah. So yeah, well, we there is the, you know, the only truth is universal law. Everything else is, is we're making it up as we go and we're using our imagination to create. So if it's yeah. true for us, it is true. 
Right. And that's exactly. hard for yes. people to get. They think that there's a single, even in people in spirituality think there's some singular path or singular truth. And there isn't. No, not. There are so many different truths and that's the thing. And in, with belief systems, they were meant to change. They're meant to grow. That's why you're here because we're meant to grow. We're meant to change. And with that, I mean, the stream talks about it all of the time. You All of the time. We're here for the human experience. Why are you trying to get away from the human experience? That's my question. Why would you want to? Why would yeah. you want to experience all the things? Oh, let me tell you, I got something. On, there's been something on my mind. It's just been, I don't know why. I just want to talk to you guys about this. So on TikTok, I had been following this, this lovely, lovely young girl, 35 years old, Jesse Lee, boss Lee, Jesse Lee Ward. She was a dynamic Right. $200 million a year earner in the in the network marketing world. I found her because she was talking about she got a diagnosis for colon cancer and she went at it with everything she had. It was so cool because all of a sudden her talks were very much about living. Very, It's almost as though she had went to Taya and took Taya. It was amazing. Her last video came up on... September 3rd, I believe. And they said she didn't have to come back for six months. She was still having some pain, though. And she died just about 10 days later or so. The one thing well, I kept noticing. But, you, know, you, you never know what's going on with somebody vibrationally. But, I, but well, I don't want to get into. I want to get into this part. Okay. Why are, why are we waiting until we die to understand that we're here to live? Why are we waiting why are we waiting to use tools like Taya to help us have the best possible human experience available to us? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Why? Why do we wait? Is I mean, it's all good. It's all part of the experience. But if you have a choice right now to just do one little thing differently, to just start changing the trajectory of your life, why the hell aren't you going to do it without needing a diagnosis of cancer or yeah. something, 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 yeah, something, well, there's something, a, there's something. A, you know, I like country music and there's a Tim McGraw song called Live, Live Like You're Dying. You ever heard that song? Oh, yeah. I heard that one. I love that song because he talks about all the things that, you know, he got a cancer in the song. It's not his real life, but the song. He got a terminal diagnosis and then started living like he was dying finally because he was dying. Well, I got to tell you that breaking my leg has made me think at 55 years old as I'm going through physical therapy and it's hard. I'm rebuilding my body. I'm grateful for rebuilding my body. Well, your 50s I, are a great time because you're already thinking, gosh, you know, how much time do I have left? My, my brother is four years older than me and this is his uh, 40, 40 year high school reunion coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And he was talking about how many people have already died from right. his high school and he's not even 60. That's right. He's about to be 58. So I saw all these people have died. So your contemporaries are starting to pass from one thing or another. And now parents dying. My father just died. My mother died 10 years ago. And right. so you start thinking about your own mortality and, and what do I want to do before I become that sick old man? If I become that, what, what do, do I want to do? do before I'm too incapacitated to enjoy what this life has to offer? What do you want to do when you grow up? So that's the thing. We're at the age now. I had these thoughts, like being 55 going, 
I started. But you know, I don't want. I don't want to climb mountains and, and jump from airplane. I don't care about that. I want to sit on my porch with a rocking chair, looking at the water. <laughs> I want to be the old man, I guess, with the dogs hanging out and doing what I want to do. You know, pretty much what my life is now. But I think I want to be waterfront. I'm in the desert. I think I want to shift to, to not necessarily ocean, I but I want to be on the water. I want to sit in a rocking chair on a port. I found a picture of me today back when we went to Wisconsin to, uh, to pack up and sell Michael's parents' house a couple of years ago. I was sitting in a rocking chair on their porch, drinking whiskey out of a mason jar. And that's like my <laughs> happy place. Like that's what, that's what I, I have to share the picture. I'll put it on Instagram. I have to share that picture. I'm sitting there just drinking whiskey out of a mason jar. And I'm like, that's what I want to do. Not a whole lot of whiskey, a little bit, but you know, coffee tea, something out of a mason jar in a rocking chair, looking out at water, watching people boat and do stuff. And I'm very at peace with the idea of that's the main thing that I want to do. I don't want to be sedentary and just do that. But, you know, that's my happy place is just just doing that, you know, not necessarily a ton of travel and a ton of, you know, crushing life stuff. You're not going to see be posting pictures of jumping out of airplanes or, you know, doing anything like that. I just don't care about that. And it could, and it could change. You could turn 75 and say, you know what? I think I'm going to spend yeah. the next 10 years and I'm going to be jumping out of airplanes. Well, you know, Katarina Kater, just had a 90, was it a 90 year old woman? Uh, you know, she jumps um, yep. well, up until recently, she's working on the book full time now, but she jumps out of airplanes for a living. She's an instructor and yeah. she did a tandem and the woman was in her nineties and the woman signed a release. She says, if I die on the way down, I'll, I'll be happy because this is what I want to do. There you go. survive from what I understand. So I, I love that. I'm so glad. Yeah. Cat, that, but cat, cat's a rock star. I've talked to Cat about that. There is something that I want. You know, but you're like, you're getting ready to go to back surgery. That's a big deal. That's a really big deal. And I'm going to promise oh, yeah. you, there, there's no, I don't know how many surgeries you've ever had, but I'm going to, they do, they do something. There's something about what we go through. And it, yeah, it I've seems never had a surgery harder. other than uh, dental. I've had a implant, dental implant that I was put under for. And I loved being put under. I thought it was so cool. Well, I love that one minute you're there. The next minute it's done and you're being wheeled out. And you're like, holy shit, it's all done. So I hope the, uh, the back surgery it's is like that. It's going to be a little more involved, though, because I'm going to be in the hospital for two or three days. Um, I am told I will wake with a catheter, which I'm not excited about at all. Just don't um, be excited if they put it in while you're awake. That's they make. I them, hope not. Like no, well, knock me out and then stick that in. I don't. I don't want to be any part of that. I'm going to tell you that I, I love what you're going through, but I'm also I, I think um, that it takes a very it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage, you guys. I mean, to really face these things, whether it's in our body or whatever it is in our life, head on with gratitude and with appreciation. But I heard something the other day, and I, I want to get your vibe on this because I thought I liked it, but I got to I got to make we got to twist this up a little. We're always on this healing journey, this path, this thing, and it's like the discovery of being there. We're there. We're here, and the other part of that was the celebration, the celebration of life. We talk a lot about appreciation. It's one of the biggest highest tools that I could tell anybody is appreciation. But I'm curious, what would it look like if you started to celebrate yourself right where you were at? Can you do that before you hit appreciation? What does that look like? But celebration to me is the same vibration, just a little bit more flamboyant, if you will. Yeah. What do yeah, you think? Well, we, we, I think we should always celebrate because I believe our souls choose to come here. I believe our souls choose our point of entry. 
And then our ego kind of takes over from there and says, Hey, I got it. You know, we're going to have a contrasting experience of highs and lows, things that we want to experience and things that we absolutely don't. And we're going to expand in that process of having those experiences. So what I see is we're getting wise to the matrix and saying, okay, we don't have to be controlled anymore. We don't have to be labeled. We don't have to be our gender. We don't have to be our nationality. We don't have to be a race. We don't have to be any of that stuff. That's all human created <laughs> stuff, right? Yeah. I love that. But then I, the same generation that is so down with that are so going down the rabbit hole of victim of it's so expensive and it was so much cheaper for the boomers and I'm never going to be able to own a house and they don't pay enough. And, you know, all of that uh, whiny stuff that, that us Gen Xers just kind of look at and roll our eyes. But there is a lot of that. And yeah. I, I wish for them, and, and I can't control their experience, nor should I, but my wish for them would be, hey, you know, look how out of the matrix you are about gender and race and inequality and all of this stuff that you're so yeah. out of that matrix of control, but understand that being out of the matrix is also appreciating where you are, that you're too young to afford a house, you're having trouble paying your bills, you're too young to, or you're too poor to uh, you know, afford gas for your vehicle or whatever it is that you're experiencing. We've all had those experiences and we move through them and they don't last forever, but there's this mindset now that things are worse now than ever. And I don't think that's true because, you know, they're all running around with a $1,500, you know, glass computer in their pocket that they're paying yeah. for somehow they're online. So, you know, something's going on. So, you know, it's, it's, it was hard. My first job, I made $3 and 35 cents an hour. My God, I think that is that what I made way. too. That and you know, right. I have that to tell it. you, I know I sound like a, you know, an old man here, but I never once thought they need to raise minimum wage. I mean, I'm yeah. fine with them raising minimum wage. I don't care one way or the other. I don't have a problem with it. They right. can make it $25 an hour and I would be fine with it. But I never, I never thought they need to raise minimum wage. I never thought that. I thought I need to figure out how to make more money. I need to do something that adds more value because standing at the fryer at Wendy's isn't going to do it. Being nope. a manager at Wendy's is never going to give me what I want. I knew that. Nope. I'm like, I'm not, no, this is not my path. You know, don't you want to get into leadership and move up? No, not with, no, I don't want to do that. So I figured out, you know, where, where can I make money? I don't have an education. What can I do? I got into sales and that's, that's just the place you can get into and make money, whether you have an education or not, it didn't matter. So that's, that was my path. I got into sales and sales management and sales training and, you know, went from 335 an hour to hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in corporate, yep. you know, and then more than that, you know, in, in my own businesses. So I've done that. I have had those experiences where I went from, you know, being broke and poor and couldn't afford a car and couldn't afford, you know, the things that I wanted, but never once was it somebody owes me something. It was, I got to figure <laughs> this shit out. I got to figure this shit out. I've got to figure out, you know, how to schmooze my way, get through the door What's the path of least resistance for me with my skill set and my background to make more money? And attitude and and you know, I'm not trying to turn into a motivational speaker here, but you know, the the mindset of it's possible and I'm worthy of it carried me through all of that stuff. I'm possible and I'm worthy of it is exactly what brought us here right now, where we both sit, motivational speaker or not. We should be, we could be, we probably are. We've been well, both I, of you know, I, I hope what the stream offers and what I offer are inspiring. I always seek to be real and not some, you know, BS version of, you know, if I have a problem, if I stumble with something, if I'm challenged, I always want to share it 
because this co- this concept of putting yourself on this pedestal is this perfect human. I'm crushing everything. I don't think anybody buys that. I think everybody's wise to that. And it's just they inauthentic are. and it's, it's not my, my brand, if you will. It's just not what I do. I like to say, Hey, this is how I screwed up. This is what's going on for me. This is what I'm challenged in because the challenge, the challenge that we're in is the growth opportunity. And you and I already know that we figured that out. So now when we stumble and fall and break our leg or end up, uh, you know, going into surgery or, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. we know that there's, there's good stuff in this experience for me. There's good stuff in the experience of my, I'm at peace with my father dying because he was 83 years old. He had a, he had a nice life. You know, I'm very at peace with that. I wasn't bothered by that at all. This is exactly what, you know, there's no should not be in that. Now putting myself in a house with my family <laughs> for, for three or four nights, uh, three days, four nights, four days, three nights, sorry. Uh, you know, I created that. So whatever comes of that is my own creation. And I if think there's any beautiful. drama, if there's any, you know, low vibrational stuff, I talk about the vibrational basement. If there's anything in my vibrational basement about my dad or my relationship with any of these people, it's going to bubble on up. May or may not. And even if it does, do you have to, we don't have to react and we get to make choices. Well, I, I geek out on this stuff. So I kind of look for, I'm like, "Mm, let's see what's in the vibrational basement by being exposed for a few days. Because, you know, when you have the little short visit and you're staying in your own hotel and you show up and you go to dinner and you make pleasantries and it's all nice and you go back to your space, that's a different vibe than I'm going to be in the house with you. I'm going to be there at 10 o'clock at night. I'm going to be there overnight. I'm going to see you in the morning over coffee. I don't have the energy to, to put on a face, you know, around the clock like that. I don't care to. That's the truth. Right. I mean, and, and I'll, I hope everybody heard that. I don't have the face to do that. So instead I'm just going to see what's in the vibrational dust. And I'm excited to hear about what is going to be coming. I am excited to see how that turns out. And I think it's going to be a beautiful experience is what I think. You know, my intention is, is that my intention is that yeah. one way or the other is going to be a beautiful experience. I, I just, you know, we're different people. We're not the same anymore. We're just not the same, you know, and, and whoever we were a long time ago, if there's anybody who's still judging you on who you used to be and doesn't know the you today, take no heed, take no, take no credit, give them no credit. It's not worth, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Nobody who cares because in the bottom, the, the, the bottom line is, is that who are you being? Not who are they, who are they being? Doesn't matter. Who are we being? And we can leave that experience of our hearts on, on those that, that need us to, you know, Taya, there's the practice of Taya, I think is about truly coming to terms with your own accountability, your own being, your own creation of reality. And there's a really fun module in there where you get to actually rewrite and recreate what you want your oh, life to look like. Yeah. What, you, yeah. Yeah. What do, what do I want my life to look like? But it's more in depth than that. There's, there's more to it than what I'm just saying. Okay. There's more steps and whatnot. But it's a good place well, to your start. Code. We call that writing your code. You're writing, writing your code for your life. Yeah. Writing. Yes. In fact, it's time for me to write a new code. And the thing that's came out of my breaking my leg for me, I, I got to get busy living instead of get, you know, a lot of people have lived their life getting busy dying. I want to get busy living. We're all going to die. Why are you getting busy to die? 
makes no sense to me. So I'm well, telling you're, you're not, you're not really having a, a, an enjoyable life. If you want to call it living or not, you know, an enjoyable life. If you're complaining, if you're thinking that what you're experiencing should not be. There you go. So if you're, you know, I'm, I'm too broke. I'm too poor. I can't have the things that I want. I'm living with my parents. I'm living couch surfing, whatever it is that should not be part of it is creating the suffering in it where instead it could be like, wow, you know, there's, there's times that I did not have a place to live that are some of my fondest memories now. Yep. I fully understand that. Yeah. And because, and going through all of that, appreciating it as uh, we went. That's how so you life- move through the experience and whatever it looked like, you've had the experience now. You're a more sophisticated being in the having of the experience because in the energetic realm, there's no such thing as positive and negative. We talk about high and low vibration and all this stuff because people relate to it. Yeah. But to source to the stream, it's all good. It's all expansive energy. Whether we discern, discern, you know, wanted and unwanted, that's our ego. That's not source. Source is loving it all. Absolutely. Loving it all. That's it right there, though. There is no loving at all. All of it is the experience that we're supposed to be having. And no matter, we're so busy judging what it looks like from the outside, but forgetting to be present with ourselves inside. Everything's temporary. I don't care what we're going through. It's temporary. There is nothing going to stay the same. No matter what, even your cells die off and recreate every seven days. And in every seven years, your body has completely restructured itself. So remember that you're an amazing creator. Just sometimes we get sidetracked and Taya and using the tools of Taya help you to get back on track and stay, uh, stay in your lane, man. So you're not over. Yeah. If you get back into the four pillars, that gives you everything you need. It really does. And just stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. <laughs> keep going. And, and start and start learning. And, and then you can learn how to keep people over in their lane when they come too close. So are you, are you swimming now with your leg? Have you been swimming? No. I, they should do some uh, aquatic therapy with you. There is no aquatic. There's no aquatic therapy. If I were in, a, in LA, there would be. I, I think they should too. You know, actually, that's not a bad idea. I could sit in my jacuzzi and do that. Yeah. There you go. So this was this was super fun. This was great. Yeah. I'm excited. We're going to have a fun. You brought some really good stuff. So thank you, Debbie G, as always, for being on. We appreciate you. I love being here with you. And if you want to catch Debbie G and I weekly, we do a show on YouTube and it's also in the Facebook group, the Taya Practice yeah. Facebook group if you're on Facebook, but it's on the YouTube channel, the Stream of David YouTube channel. We do Claim Your Power hour. Usually yes. it's an hour. Sometimes it's more or less. Uh, every Thursday, almost every Thursday uh, at uh, 4 p.m. Pacific. And we're on live and you can come interact with us live there uh, or yep. you can watch the replay, ask questions, make comments. Even on the replay, we tend to go back and answer that stuff. So uh, check it out and be sure to check out Debbie's Spirituality Gone Wild on Facebook. Where else can they find you, Debbie? Um, that's Debbie it. Debbie G on TikTok. Debbie G on TikTok. Debbie Gratitude on TikTok. Debbie, Debbie Gratitude, Gratitude on Instagram. Debbie Gratitude on Instagram and Debbie G. Put it Debbie, Debbie Gratitude. G. You'll find me. Very good. Thank, Thank you, you all for listening. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you're enjoying this podcast, Be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening to this. Your feedback is very valuable to us and helps other people who may be looking for this type of information to find us. Thanks again for listening.